Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, Eulogy by Father Joseph de Beaufort, a priest from Paris. Note to the reader. Although this past year, death has taken from us several discalced Carmelites, priests and lay brothers, who in dying have left rare examples of all the religious virtues, it seems that Providence wanted us to take more particular note of Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection than of others. Here is the way Providence made known the merit of this saintly religious, who throughout his life deliberately hid himself from the view of others, and whose sanctity was not recognized until his death. Several pious people, having seen a copy of one of his letters, wanted to see more of them. It was for this reason that we have taken the trouble to collect what we could find of those he himself had written. Among them, we found a manuscript entitled Spiritual Maxims, or The Means to Acquire the Presence of God. These maxims and letters are so edifying, so full of fervor, and are considered to be of such good style by those who had the comfort of reading them, that they did not want to be the only ones who benefited from them. They wanted the maxims and letters to be published, judging rightly that they would be most useful to souls seeking perfection by the practice of the presence of God. And because there is nothing more eloquent than good example, we thought that to make the work more complete, it was appropriate to include in the beginning a brief sketch of the author's life, where you will see such a true correspondence between his words and deeds that it will be evident he spoke only from his own experience. All Christians will find matter for edification here. Those involved in the world will see how mistaken they are in seeking peace and happiness in the empty glamour of passing things. Good people will find material to encourage them to persevere in the practice of virtue. Religious people, especially those who are not engaged in the salvation of souls through active ministry, will be able to profit more than others, since they will be able to identify with one of their brothers. He, like them, had many duties to perform, and yet in the midst of the most demanding occupations, knew how to integrate action with contemplation so well that for more than 40 years, he almost never turned away from the presence of God, as you will see in some detail from what follows. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.
Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What's better, to read the original words of an author from his letters, or to read the biography of the person in question in the words of someone else? Well, it's tough to say. It's like asking whether it's better to drink or to eat. Both are necessary in their proper time. And there's something about the style of this eulogy, however, that some people find off-putting. It's full of wonderful information, accurate information. The author is very intelligent. And some people love the eulogy. But insofar as we were trying to get our minds around Brother Lawrence himself, and insofar as St. John Henry Newman liked to say the best introduction to anyone's life is his letters, we began with his letters. But now, having read his letters, having read the spiritual maxims, we now come to the first chapter, in fact, of the book, what the editor put first. And this will be very useful insofar as it will remind us of the many things we've read. It will also help us understand a little bit better the context of Brother Lawrence's life. But also it reminds us that we need to imitate this author, this Father Joseph. We need to honor the saints. We need to seek to understand the saints. God has put before us saintly men and women who will be like reflectors on the road. That's what Father Robinson liked to say. The saints are like these street reflectors, these pieces of, of almost like glass or plastic. They don't have any light in themselves, but at night when you're driving along the road, they pick up the light from the car and they point out the path to go. And so the saints, and although Brother Lawrence is not canonized, he seems to many to be a saint. These saints point us the way to the goal, where we're going, by the light of Christ. The light they shed is his light. But in this world, we need the saints. Because the saints are the ones who are the most united to God by contemplation. Their minds have been lifted up by faith, hope, and love, yes, but also by knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And their faith, hope, and love have become perfected, as perfected as possible in this life. And therefore, they are more united to God than anyone in this life. And they make God real to us. They bring God to us. Yes, God came to us in the incarnation. Yes, God is everywhere. But as human beings, we need examples. We need to see that God is alive, that he's active, that relationship with him is possible. 
The saints are the ones who make this life livable by their actions, by what they do, by their reforms, by the way they purify this life. It's the saints especially who are the salt of the earth, preserving things from going bad, adding flavor, drawing out the goodness that's there and the light of the world because they have Christ's light. They shed light on the meaning of this life, which is to be found above all in Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.